What is up? And welcome to the Terry James Show. A show with a theme song. A show where I compile all of my thoughts and inspirational moments or confused moments and I just piece them all together and we listen to them throughout the week. Thank you so much for being here. The response from you guys is absolutely amazing. Here's what I'm looking for, okay? As the show evolves, this is only show uh, number 12 or 13. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's 13. I would like a real theme song. Not from a band that says, it's a Terry James show. I don't need any of that. I don't need anything. If you have a really cool song that your band, and it's got to be your band, I guess, because I need the rights to it. I need to be able to play it every single week. But if you have a song that your band has, it has, and I don't care what genre it is, could be country, could be heavy metal, I don't care what it is. I just wanted to have audible, kind of a hook or a catch to it that means something positive. That's all I'm looking for. And uh, that's and, and if I have that, if you would like to email me that, if you've got a band or a friend has a band or something like that, and I could get the rights to that and play it every single week. Who knows? Maybe you'll start selling some of those songs. I have no idea, but that's what I'm looking for. If you have something like that, hit me up at terryjames.com. Speaking of terryjames.com, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of the messages I've been getting on the website. What is that all about? Oh, I just got a message right there. Anyway, thank you so much for all of your uh comments, your questions, your concerns. Unbelievable. The response, it's crazy. The show keeps growing and growing and growing. There's no trolls on there. People are just super cool. It's kind of everything I imagined. So thank you so much for being there. One of the messages I did get was, could you please tell me more about your meditation process? I have talked in oftentimes in the background about how I've been trying to meditate. I've tried it all. I've spent a lot of money on it. I learned TM. I got my own little mantra and everything else. And with TM, you're supposed to get dedicate. If you're doing it ideally, 20 minutes a time, two times a week. I mean, a, a day. So that's 40 minutes. I, I don't have that kind of time or concentration, but I've tried it. I figured if I spend the money and learn all about it, then I'm going to do it. Like spending money on a gym membership per se. That why waste your money? You're going to go. So I did that. Did really work out for me. I've tried many apps. None of the apps really worked. I did find an app that has been helping me. It's called Waking Up. And that is explained meditation to me much better. And I use that primarily when I'm sitting down and I'm meditating. That's it. That's a really good app to do. What has meditation done for me? Man, I'm telling you, I am not so quick to react. I think of things a little bit. I'm more focused, uh, less angry about stuff. I mean, it gives me a beat to sit there and go, how do you want to react to this? Is this real or is this not real? It's strange how your mind gets trained to not overreact and to sit there and go, okay, I'm just listening and let me just see what's going on here. Even if it's just for a split second, it's really, really helped me out. Now, before I was married, I was uh, with this girl who was a yogi. 
amazing, just great at it. She always tried to teach me how to meditate and told me all the different types of meditations that are out there. And I just couldn't do it. Mentally, I just, my mind goes crazy. And I have found some things that work for me now besides the waking up. There's a thing called a walking meditation. Like if you're walking around and you kind of, for me, whatever it is, it's, I could be driving, I could be walking. I, I like the movement for some reason. And I'm able to kind of just open up my mind and my heart and just kind of feel things. So a walking meditation has really helped me out a lot. And if you don't know what meditation is, I'm going to give you a little example right now. I have been helping a lot of people that I've talked about before that wants some sort of counseling in their lives. I don't consider myself a coach or a counselor, but more of a mentor. If people think that, hey, I got something to offer you, I'll, I'll do what I can to help you out. If the people think, oh, you're just full of crap, Terry. I don't want any party. I get that too. Totally fine with it. See, that meditation's paying off. But it is a... Um, it's a very interesting thing to do right now. And if you haven't tried meditation and you don't know what it feels like, I have come across certain ways to help me out. I go now a couple times a day, but not the 20 minutes a day, two, three times a day. I find myself wandering. I find myself needing focus and I shake myself out of it. And within about 60 seconds, I'm ready to go again. And I could go ahead and teach you some of that. But first, you have to know what it feels like to meditate. So if you want to try one, and if you're sitting in a comfortable place, this is a whole thinking out of the box type of meditation. This is not your traditional, um, gummy, 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 gummy. this is not your, your traditional stuff. It's all done for me to have an a way to ground myself, to put my feet in the ground and to feel like I'm on this spinning earth and that I'm in control of shit. So that's what I'm working on right now. And I've been doing it for three years and my walking meditations are just saving my life. And I will get into those if you guys want more, but I just want to show you what and how easy meditation truly is. If you're sitting down, Keep your eyes open. You're not going to sit there and go, uh, you're not going to do that on this one. Okay. Find something on your wall that you can stare at. Okay. Just fixate on that right now, just for a couple seconds. Take a couple deep breaths and just fixate on it. Breathe in and then breathe out a deep breath and just kind of fixate on what you're looking at right now and notice the other stuff around it. Notice the different colors, the different shapes. If there's a siren in the background, notice all the stuff that's going on. If there's some shadows from a tree behind you that's kind of waving around, notice that. Notice all that, but still stay focused on that one thing. If there's any smells associated, if there's anything going on outside the house, maybe someone's baking some bread. If so, can I have some? Uh, but notice the smell, okay? Just notice what it is and take a deep breath and just stare at it just for a second. Seriously, take a deep breath and do this. And look, just drop those shoulders. You've just meditated. That is what meditation is. That is being aware of your surroundings. Meditation is not being lost in your mind. It's being aware, uber aware. That's what stops you from the anger. That's what stops you from making a bad decision. That's what stops you from, you know what? 
I, I can have this beer, but you know what? I think I don't need it today. You just do little teeny steps and you're going to notice your life will greatly improve. And when I've counseled people with these daily walking meditations, they're out of the box. Like I said, they're super easy, but they are just ways to ground yourself. And I personally think that's all you need. That's all you need. But you just meditated. You just got an idea what it truly is. And if you want some walking ones, maybe I'll do some of that on here as well. In the meantime, we got ourselves a show today. I got a lot of stuff to get to, and I can't thank you enough for being right here on the uh, on another episode of Terry James Show. So I last show talked about how I am going to be discussing aging more and how we can defeat this type of stuff and how we can still live our dreams. Unfortunately, I'm always reminded about uh, aging is not, uh, it's not pretty. (laughs) I'm going to do a little show and tell for you right now. Don't worry. I'm not taking off my pants to show you my saggers. I'm just going to show you what you could find in my bed at any given moment, 24-7. This is the truth. I brought it in to show you guys. First of all, you got to have your remote control. Everybody's got a remote control that they have in their bed. Not a big deal. Not a big shocker, is it, Terry? Okay? The second thing is, these are my everyday wearing reading glasses. I have some that I just lay in my bed. These just lay in the bed. It looks like they need to be cleaned too, doesn't it? If you're watching on YouTube, you could see all this. I don't know why you're not over there. Go check it out. Then there is my iPad. I always have my iPad in the bed. It's what I listen to my podcast on. I watch some YouTube and I watch some Netflix, all that kind of stuff. Check out the Dodger scores, the Mariner scores. I need this but it's always in my bed. I just had to go retrieve all this stuff from my bed right now. My unmade bed, which I always try to make my bed first thing in the morning, but today it was unmade. Unmade because uh, we had some people coming over to the uh, the apartment, the condo, because there's some weird smell coming out of the drain and we had to have them over. So there you go. All right, didn't have time to make the bed is what I'm saying. The next thing that's always laying in my bed, and I always have to look for it, What goes with the iPad? The headphones. I can never find the headphones. Every day I have to like, I crawl in bed and I get the covers just right. I'm going, ah, thank God. Nice and good, toasty and comfortable in here. And guess what? Where's all my shit? Where's all the stuff that I need? So headphones. So far we have remote control. We got glasses, bed glasses. We've got the headphones and the iPad. This is the creme de la creme. This this one will show you exactly what I'm talking about. A back scratcher. I have a back scratcher always in my bed because you know Sherry falls asleep. She I have to say this about Sherry. She's great. Every night it's we have the perfect combination of uh satisfaction. She falls asleep easily, more easily when she scratches my head or my back. And I love to have my back scratched or my head scratched. And uh, so it's one of those, but it's never enough. Oftentimes when I sense her falling asleep, she twitches. I start moving around. I start wiggling around. 
and going, come on, man, a little more, a little more, a little more something. I'm like a dog or something. So I have my own back scratcher. But we're not done here. What do I need more, more than that? I got another back scratcher. This one is the one that our, our buddy uh, Blue Yake gave me, our friends over at themertaylor.com. This one travels with me sometimes because it's like extended. It's like one of those, it's like you could, it's metal and it's got a little claw on it. Anyway, so yeah, um, I have two back scratchers. Uh, how many things is this? Two back scratchers, an iPad, my glasses, and my earphones, which I can never find. And of course, the remote control. Too bad. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff laying in bed. So every night I crawl in bed and I go, I never used to be like this. What is this all the frick about? I don't understand why I'm doing this. I don't get it. Just another example of uh, the way we change over the years, guys. Well, I was just going through some podcasts uh, that I subscribe to and I heard it again. I heard it again. You are the star and the director of your own film. How many times have we heard that? I've heard it throughout my life, and there have been points in my life that I've actually taken that for granted. I've said, yes, I am. And you know what? For the most part, you truly are. There's also another quote from Richard Bach. You're free to create a different past and a different future. It's all the way you want to look at things. Do you want to own some of the shitty stuff that happened to you in the past? Or do you want to go the direction that other people are telling you you should go? No, you get to create your own thing. And that's absolutely true. But I wish there were different analogies than your freedom to star in your own film and be the own director and actor. And I guess that's a good way to put it. And if I had to look at it that way, ah, just drop some stuff. if I had to look at it that way, I guess my first half of my movie is wrapping up. It's almost intermission. And don't read anything into that, okay? Don't go, oh my God, he's quitting his job. No, no, don't read anything into that. This is just my own spiritual thoughts of how things are gonna go for me and knowing that I can create some stuff still and I'm not giving up. In fact, it's just the opposite. I'm putting more and more into the Lexitary show. I'm putting more and more into this podcast. I'm getting more and more excited about my future. But if you're free to choose the second half of your movie, which is the way I'm looking at it right now, my goal is to be playing the part of a very healthy, a very vibrant, successful, handsome, look at this face for Christ's sake. Uh, <laughs> handsome guy who basically inspires people every second of every day. I love being uh, inspiring. I love being inspired. I think it's a two-way street. I don't think you can inspire somebody without being inspired by their journey and their past at the same time. So maybe that's the part that I'm going to be playing or not. <laughs> the truth is, I know that I can do this. And yes, there have been times that I've even lied to myself. Little white lies like, hey, you're an actor, even though I wasn't. 
but I soon got on some TV shows. I can't tell you how many times I've lied to myself in the past only to have these things come true. That saying, you speak things into existence, 100% true if you truly believe it. I had this inner dialogue all the time. I didn't have a lot of super close friends, especially the super close friends that I could talk to about stuff like this. When I was growing up, a lot of my friends were doing dude stuff, going out chasing chicks, uh, getting high, learning what that's all about, drinking. I never did that. I never did that. My passions and I got just a thrill out of thinking about what the possibility of my life could be. I love that so much. And for a while, when I got to a certain level of success, I believe I lost it. I believe I lost that. And this is right now, what you're witnessing is my attempt, not even attempt, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back the old T-man, the old T-dog. No, okay, sorry. You gotta have a nickname for yourself when you talk about yourself, third, fourth, fifth person, like I've been doing lately. But I know you can do this. And I'll give you, like I said, some examples. I told myself that I was a, an actor. And if people would say, hey, what do you do? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm about to do some things. Even though I didn't have anything planned, I would say that I'm about to do some things. Felt bad a little bit for lying, but it didn't last long. It didn't last long. That rolled into a, an audition to get on the soap opera Santa Barbara, a friend leading me into Sunday Comics, Bruce Bong, a comic strip live, doing some writing and some acting. I mean, it all happened. Everything that I said I was going to do has happened. So why have I slowed down? God, I don't want to look back at this time or the last 10 years. And those are very important 10 years. You're, you know, your 45s, your 55s, your 55 to 65s. Those are very important years. Those are your earning years. Those are times that you're really establishing not only yourself as what you want to do, but you're also establishing where your life is going to be headed as a human being. If you're married, you're establishing your financial portfolio. If you are, you know, you're making some investments, you're doing this and that. And uh, I don't want to look back at the last 10 years. And I really do feel that I've wasted some of this because I got lazy. I maybe lost some of the belief in myself. Sometimes I look in the mirror and go, who are you kidding? Like right now, I am not really joking about the fact that I think Sherry and I are going to be old people models. All it takes to be an old person model is to be thin, which I'm working on. You got to have hair, which I have. You have to have good teeth. I have straight teeth, but I'm going to get them really white. I'm going to do that. And you just have to be that. You just have to be thin and have hair, basically. Why can't Sherry and I achieve two goals? make money, and see the world by going and being those that couples at the Sandals Resort. Look at us in our white pants, walking down the beach, rolled up, holding, you know, a, a bottle of rosé in one hand or something like that. I, remember I said this here, okay, because it's going to be happening. And in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be happening in about five, six years or so. Now, it is underway right now. That is something that is being manifested all around me. 
why not do that? Sherry's on board. I think she thinks I'm half joking, but she has seen me manifest things in my life like a champ. There's one thing I can say that she can't say is that Terry is full of shit <laughs> because I, I've been able to make things happen. Sometimes I say I want to produce or manifest something and she kind of rolls my eyes, her eyes like, oh shit, because she knows it'll happen. She knows I will make this happen. And it's very simple for all of us to do this. Sometimes you got to tell yourself a few little white lies. Don't, don't tell them to everybody or anything like that because you don't want to be that guy. But maybe you need to lie to yourself. Maybe you need to say, hey, I'm an artist. I'm a writer. I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a great business person. I'm the best mother or father in the world. And then you start making decisions based on what you're projecting. It's simple, universal law. Why don't you practice it? A quick reminder for you guys that if you'd like to leave me a voice message, you can do so just by going to my website, terryjames.com. And uh, it's got a little microphone in the bottom right-hand portion. Doesn't matter if you're on your laptop. Doesn't matter if you're on your cellular device. You can do it. And it goes right to me. It's really cool. So thank you guys so much for doing that. In fact, let's get a couple of these right now. I've been getting a couple coming in. I don't like knowing what they're about. I don't know what it is about me. I just dump them into this little podcast machine without pre-listening to them. This could be anything. We'll see what happens. Terry, what is up, my friend? This is Frank. We met for coffee yeah. a few years back in Seattle. Yeah. The uh, division fire chief out in California. My captain, uh, the Vig, works for me. The Vig. Uh, you met both of us. Uh, took some took that time for us. It was pretty amazing. Uh, you you gained a friend forever. So, anyways, the reason why I'm putting this voicemail for you is, I went to a concert in Nashville, Tennessee, at the uh, Titan Football Stadium, and it came to mind is like, what would Terry think about this? So, yeah, I get to the concert, drinking some drinks. Uh, Stevie Nicks was there. She was playing. Go to the bathroom. We're way up in the nosebleed seats, you know, just hear, hear the concert. Not, not too bad. I walk down to the bathroom, and there's like 10 stalls taken and like 20 urinals in the bathroom. Well, I used that restroom like five times that night. Every time I went in there, there was somebody taking a dump in each and every one of those stalls. That's what they're for. Now, <laughs> tell me this, Terry. Who in the hell goes to a concert and saves their dumps for the stalls at the concert? <laughs> now, like I said, every time I walked in there three or four times, I got a lot of drink on A lot me. of guys pooping in Nashville. They were full. There was feet with pants down to the ankle as I walked by. It's like, wow, I would never think that, man. I really got to take a shit at the Titan Stadium. <laughs> what that was going on? I was just, my thought was, what would Terry think about this? Oh, so man. That was it, brother. Um, you have a friend for life. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm a proud wombat. Yes. Keep it up, brother. Yes. Hope all is good. Wombats, thank you. Thank you very much, Frank. Appreciate it. Uh, Captain Frank, or I, I think, I forget what he is. 
I know he's a high uppy firefighter guy. And he and Vig, they actually sent me a really cool, I met them both when they came out here. As I uh, like to do, I'll meet people for coffee, but some people I meet, I'm just going, oh my God, these are these are some of the coolest guys ever. And he fits into that category, and so does the guy that works with him, Vig. Uh, they sent me a an autographed fire helmet, a real fire helmet. Thing weighs like 80 pounds. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they do that. But yes, thank you so much. Stevie Nicks concert. There's a couple things that came up when you, in your call here. One of them was... I'm looking at myself on camera because I also do this on YouTube. And I had something, I, I've been using this like lotion or something that makes my face break out. It made it might break out a few weeks ago. And then all of a sudden I stopped doing it. It stopped doing it. And then I used it again like a dumb fuck. And now my eyes all red. I got a thing right here on my neck. So I was looking at that going, God, you're just beat up. I was listening to you though, Frank. I was listening to you, Stevie Nicks. First of all, let's talk about the dumping thing. It's very hard for I know some people to dump in, you know, in public. It depends who you're around or anything. But yes, I would probably personally, I'm with you, Frank, on this one. I would rather dump my pants than go sit there next to some dude at a Stevie Nicks concert. For, first of all, I think that they were in the bathroom just sitting there because they didn't want to be at the Stevie Nicks concert with their girl. <laughs> I think there's probably an inordinate amount of guys in the stalls at events that they don't want to be at. <laughs> but I do have a Stevie Nicks story. I've told this on the Lexi Terry show a couple times. We had her on our radio show, and she was out of it. This is a time when she was completely out of it. Just didn't even resemble who she used to be. And now it's really great to see that she's had a comeback. She's healthy and everything else. So good, good for you, Stevie. I really, I'm really cheering you on. But this day that she came in on our show, she was not that way. And we were doing it live from Los Angeles at the Grammys and all the radio shows had left. But Lex and I were sitting there because they said, hey, Stevie Nicks is coming by. She's running late. Would you like to interview you, interview her? And we were like, Oh, yeah, why not? How many times do you get to meet Stevie Nicks? You know? So I was sitting, Lex is sitting to my right. Stevie Nicks is to my left. We're at this table. And I mentioned to her, I said, God, you, you smell good. What is that? And she started to talk how she creates her own cologne and everything. And then she put her, her own perfume. I guess for, for women, it's a perfume. And it did smell that good. I was just creating small talk. And she put her hand on my thigh. And then she worked her hand all the way up to my crotch. No lie. Lex is there to see it. He could verify. And I looked at Lex. I looked down at my hand and I said, hey, Lex, this would have been super cool 20 years ago because she was so out of it that, yeah, it was a mean thing to say, but it was my one, my one awesome moment with Stevie Nicks. And I'm really glad that she's doing well because I'm here to tell you she was not well that day. Let's take another call, the last one. Terry James, what's going on, Panini Pete? Panini Pete! And I got to tell you, brother, loving the new show. Thank of you. Of course, um, everything you say, inspiring and uh, terrifying and all that good stuff. But uh, I'm just touching base, buddy. I want you to reach out to your listeners and see how they feel about us doing this speaking gig. So we kind of got close and... 
we got to get together. We got to make this happen, man. The Panini Pete, Terry James, motivation, inspiration, help you get all your fucked up shit fixed <laughs> tour. <laughs> We're going to dig deep and sling hash. Anyway, buddy, I just wanted to say, hey, say hey to Sherry. Uh, love you, brother. Be good. Keep up the great work, man. And uh, hate all the wombats out there. Hey, love you too, Pete. Uh, Pete has become a very good friend over the years. He has a brand new book out called Spatula Success. Pete, uh, you have, may have seen him, and if not, turn on the Food Network. He's always on, like, diners, drive-ins, and dives. He's on, uh, I guess it's, what is it, Guy's Grocery Games? He's uh, competes in that. He's a, a great chef. He's got many restaurants, not, you know, I tease him about his name, Panini Pete, because I go, dude, you're, you're much more than a Panini guy. So, but anyway, he's, he's very talented guy and he and I have sat down and we've had some pretty good conversations and he has the book out called spatula success, which has some recipes in it, but it also is a success story on how he went to the culinary Institute of art and he did all these other things. And, uh, so we had often talked about, you know what, why don't we get together and go uh, say hi to some of the people that would like to hang out with us and vice versa. Cause we both are the same way where we're amazed that anybody would want to hang out with us, but we, uh, we definitely have a message. We love talking about and sharing with one another and, and getting feedback from you and getting inspired by you guys as well. So we, we talked about doing a, uh, a talk, a little but we're not really sure exactly how to do it. First of all, I noticed that I got second billing in this as well. So thanks, Pete. I really appreciate that. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's something we'll be working on. Uh, if you're interested in it and you want us to come to your city, let us know. Email me at terryjames.com. Just leave a message. You want us to go to your city? Let's do it. Let's fill that damn place up and have a good time. All right. That's, that's, it's as simple as that. That's all you got to do. Remember, you could leave your, uh, your voice messages at terryjames.com. Look at the microphone icon on the bottom right-hand portion of the page. You click on it, and it comes right to that, just like those guys did. I had no idea those are two guys that I knew that were calling. How cool is that? Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I, I really love doing this. I'm having so much fun. Thank you so much for liking the show and sharing the show. That's how it grows. And today we had some good numbers. Watching it grow, I mean, that's made my day. You guys made my day. So thank you so, so much for being here. Like I said, please share the show. Again, ask anything else. Oh yeah, and if you know a band that could come up with a theme song or has a positive song that I could already use, I would love to use that. Instead of this, let's give somebody a little publicity. Let's give somebody a little shine. What do you think, huh? All right, guys, have a wonderful, strong day. Really appreciate you putting up the meditation stuff. I'm very interested to see and hear about your reaction to that because that's all another side of me you haven't seen, but I do it all, all the time. Have a great day, guys. Really, really do appreciate you.